This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, historians, and others barely acknowledged by the mainstream media. I'll be your host, Taj. Today I'm talking with Yugen Blackrock. She is an MC hailing from South Africa. Yugen Blackrock has opened for legends like MC Light, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, and Edo G. She has also performed alongside legends like Public Enemy and J. Rude the Damager. Most recently, she has collaborated with Kendrick Lamar on the Black Panther soundtrack. That was the opening track we just heard. We'll be talking to her about her beat-knocking and lyrically heavy album titled Return of the Astral Goth. Yugen Blackrock, welcome to Book Speeds and Beyond. Hey, what's up? What's up, what's up? Hey, your name is so dope. You got to break down that. Yugen Blackrock, what's that all about? Uh, really, it's a combination, I think, of uh, two philosophies, you know, like a, a mix of energies, one soft and one hard, you know, mm. light and darkness and such. Uh, Yugen being inspired by um, Alan Watts' concept, you know, a philosophy of being aware of things that are not easy to see, you know. Wow. And along with black rock, as you can hear, it's something that's that's kind of hard sounding. And when I freshly came into rap, that was really my 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 name, you know. Wow. Yo, that, so over dope. the years, it's kind of developed into that. Yeah. Well, that's dope, man. I mean, because to me, I mean, how you described it sounds perfectly. You know, it it comes off hard and soft at the same time. You know, that's dope. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um. What uh, part of South Africa are you from, um, and and how would you describe it to someone who has never been there before? Ah, okay. Uh, I'm from the Eastern Cape of South Africa, so that is that is pretty much the southeast area, really, of of South Africa. It's it's a pretty lovely place in terms of nature. You know, um, but it's also quite, um, it's sort of the poorest provinces. South Africa is like nine. It's divided into nine provinces mm. by mostly uh, eth- different ethnic groups in there or tribes, mm. if you may refer to them as that. So um, in amongst uh, the Eastern Cape is mostly Kosa speaking people. Um, you know, very, very cultural, very mystic kind of area as mm. well um coastline i mean it's, it's it's pretty tough to describe in words yeah because personally i think it's one of the the, the prettiest areas of the country wow. you know you just have to sort of take a road trip through there yeah and you know it, it's easier like the history sort of tells itself right as I, you kind of travel through it yeah i like how you said the name of that ethnic group how did you say that i heard the, the little sound in front of it how do you say their name again uh, yeah, I like Is that. Is this what you mean? <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. I like how you did that. Oh, I can't do that. That that's 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 awesome. Um, one thing that I that um, I always wanted. I've heard, and maybe you can kind of break it down for me. Is you know there in America, anyone that looks like you and I is considered black, right? Yeah. 
Mm. But we heard, I, 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 you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that people that even look like you and I over there, they can also be considered brown people. What, what, what does that mean, you know? I, I'm not sure. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm actually not sure. Okay. Um, I thought there was I like, mean, I mean, yeah. Or colored, I'm sorry, colored people. I think colored. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think like all all these different groups are quite are quite confusing. I mean, in in terms of the United States, you have that distinction, you know, black and brown, and all of this. You know, yeah. I mean, we're in Africa. There's there's all different shades of yeah. brown or black, depending on how you look at it. You yeah. know, we're sort of one people, really. You know, is color um, a good word? Is, is that course. is there a bad word when you say that to somebody? If you're a colored person, actually, um, let me let me just put a little, you know, of what I know of the distinction. Okay, out there. sure. Um, in I think in South Africa we do have a, sort of a, a group of you know people that refer to themselves and we refer to, and I suppose everyone in South Africa refers to as colored people. Um, what did happen is when the Dutch settlers, I can say, came came to Cape Town in the Cape Town area, the Western Cape, uh, around in the 1600s, mid 1600s, 1652 maybe. This guy Jan van Riebeek came through and uh, pretty much colonized the Western Cape area with the rest of his peoples. And once that was open, and uh, people were coming in, different people, uh, Malay people, Chinese people, you know what I mean? They were, they were brought in as, as work, as a labor force, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So through the mixing of the different people there, ah, gotcha. you know, mm-hmm. it, it sort of became like a, a, another race completely or, or a sub-race. I see. Rather, of the, the, the Khoi people that had been there as long as the influx of the different nationalities that came. So you'll find that, of course, there are different ranges in terms of brownness or blackness, but even the languages spoken are kind of different. Oh, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah. So, so the, the, the colored people predominantly speak Afrikaans, mm, you know, which, you. from my understanding, is, is sort of... Um, started or developed as sort of, I don't know what it's called, a kitchen language, mm-hmm. sort of like a, as a mix of Dutch that did come through along with the other languages that ah, were okay. there. Like a Creole. You know, so, mm-hmm. so it, yeah, so it, it kind of became that. And then there's the certain aspects of the culture, you know, of these mix of cultures that kind of formed to make one, you know, I one see. colored culture. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So there is that distinction between someone who speaks Isulu, someone who speaks Tswana, someone who speaks Sotho, Kosa, any of the language, to someone who speaks Afrikaans, you know? So we we can all trace our lineages in different ways. So so there is that. Colored does not mean black in South Africa, you know? It it sort of became like a subgenre of its own. Right. It's like a mix of all, all kinds of people. I got you. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So how would you describe the South African hip-hop scene? Like, w- what makes it unique? I think the diversity of its people, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, um, also the... I, I don't know. Like the, the, It's hectic, like, our, our history as well. Mm, yeah. Especially the, the, the recent history. So I think it's kind of formed quite a different mindset. I think every country has sort of its own history and different inspirations to draw from, that its people draw from, you know, that they can, you know, that fuels its people. I think even even us having come, you know, out of apartheid and stuff and and sort of trying to see where we're going, Mm -hmm. you know, individually as a nation. So in in terms of that, I do find that our hip-hop somehow tends to reflect that struggle, mm-hmm. you know, that, that struggle to find identity, right. you know. I, I, I mean, we're coming through from a place where, like, I mean, this brainwash has been worldwide. Yeah, absolutely. This brainwash of people to, 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 to make them believe their origins are shit, right. really. Right. You know, it, yeah. it's worldwide. It's worldwide, and we're all kind of struggling with it. So you'll find that even within the, the hip-hop scene, it's quite aspirational. Mm-hmm. In the mainstream scene, you know, folks 
see that money is power. Right. You know, you, mm-hmm. you really can't do anything with money. So a lot of the hip hop is very commercial. Okay. It's very brand driven mm-hmm. because there is that need for economic power. There is that need to be seen powerful, being exactly. able to get to these places that, you know, people, you know, certain people are able to reach because right. of the color of their skin. So there is that aspect. And then on a more alternative or underground scene, there is like an aspiration that is that is also spiritual. Mm-hmm. As much as these uh, mainstream cats are fighting for like an economic power, we're kind of trying to free our own minds, right. you know, for a different kind of power as well. Right. Get I mean, our own power back. So you, you, you'll find these two like themes. Yeah. Pretty much throughout our hip hop, I see. Yeah, so that that's just like over here, you know, the mainstream mm. is all about, you know, the materialism, um, and that yeah. materialism is equated with success. And then you got the undercurrent, exactly. the undercurrent where it's trying to build up your self esteem, build up your pride, and those two forces are, yeah. trying, are hitting up against each other, and it's just that conflict. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So so. How did you get the opportunity to collaborate with Kendrick Lamar? How did that happen? Mm, actually, um, uh, through Soundwave uh, from Top Dog Entertainment, nice. uh, who hit me up to, to feature on the project. Obviously, I mean, I didn't know Kendrick was on it at the time. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I, I just agreed because, you know, Sound is amazing. Yeah. You know, so I figured wh- whatever he's cooking up is bound to be dope. So I just pretty much jumped in uh eyes closed but head first at the same time, <laughs> wow know? so they just reached out to you so yeah. they, they they heard about you they reached out that's that's Imagine cool that. i know yeah, that's, wow it's really dope has it kind of really dope so has it changed um has it changed things for you a bit being you know a, a little bit more out there uh in the market hip-hop market of course yeah of course of course i mean i think um you know the whole industry, the whole machine is always looking for the the, the, the next thing. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know what I mean. Right. So, um, so a lot of focus. Yeah, I, I did. I do get like you know quite a few more requests. Everything is moving pretty nicely. I really That's dope. can't complain yeah. as far as the, the the place I wanted to take my career. I mean, yeah. goddamn. Really, yeah. uh, you know, it's it, it's really really worked out really well for me. You know what I mean? It yeah. helped me reach people that I previously couldn't, and it's helped a whole lot of people that wouldn't have been able to find me right. to sort of access my stuff. Uh, I find that a lot of people are connecting with Return of the Astrogoth as well. Yeah, you know, this year <laughs> even. Yeah, and so for me, it, it's it's really made this whole journey really much more exciting. Yeah, uh, there's new stuff coming out as well, and there's a whole new audience we're waiting for it it's Ooh, really just been yeah. amazing we can't wait for that you know what was what's amazing oh. about you is that i when i when i when i was searching in my and, and, and my colleagues were searching just just researching certain things when people heard you on the kendrick lamar and then they realized you had all this other stuff they were like what <laughs> like <laughs> their minds are just blown so i was i was like when that it. happens <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that's that's just an, a whole nother gift for yeah. me, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a it's a really great gift. Yeah. So uh, let, let's let's talk about the album, Return of the Astrogoth. What, break down that title. That mm-hmm. that that sounds like epic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it it was my first album, and to be honest, uh, I named it after I'd recorded all the songs on it. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was like the the thematic point, you know, like yeah. that, that was the thread that sort of joined all these songs together, right. the, the, the message behind everything, you know. And, um, I, you know, it's also like stuff that I aspire to, stuff that inspires me. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was kind of also just reaching out to, uh, more towards my celestial self, you know, yeah, feeling right. as though this is this is where it's at. This is this is where the universe is sort of pushing us towards. You know, mm-hmm. we're looking at these stars. We're always trying to figure out what's happening within us as well, because we're, we're we're microcosms of an yeah. even bigger thing. You know, right. so to 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 look out there is to just try find another way to look at self. You know, we 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 we're on this planet. 
there are a whole lot of us and we're constantly in conflict looking at each other trying to find answers yeah. maybe you know we need to look at bigger things we need to look at ourselves in a bigger light right so i felt like return of the astral god was was pretty much like a concept someone shooting for the stars you know yeah someone in search of themselves like a, a whole character on a journey right. and i feel like that is in essentially that's that's in everybody right and you bring up a so good to, anyway, and i felt like a, um a title like that also is obscure enough to just like really pick your people for you <laughs> yeah. you know you're either gonna read it and say return of the astral gods yes i'm going with this shit or <laughs> right. no thank you this is not for me <laughs> right. you know yeah so i really it's, that's it yeah I, I think it's dope the name was dope and then on the cover you're like a samurai i don't know what that is but it's, it just looks oh, like you're a dope dope sci-fi kind of character and i think what you said yeah. was was pretty cool like if you look up, like, literally, at night, if you look up at the sky, it just humbles you, you know? And I think you're right. If you look, if you look up more, you realize a lot of the stuff that we're down here bickering about and finding about really is, like, insignificant. <laughs> so I think if For the more real. we look up, the more we realize, whoa, we, we need to, like, really get together because there's more For shit real. out there <laughs> than there is on this planet that... uh we we need to deal with you know um, for real i agree 100 percent yeah one two transmission from iapa the satellite i've been known to switch the odd character just to live evil making friends with weird people chinese wood red like fizzle though cats keep repeating what i've said like an echo i'm over their heads over the top like sombreros my commotion is twisted mindsets parallel notions minds reading heads rolling in a circular motion like the waves closing right after the moses division envisioning this mind of mine parted in perfect precision picture me lightning flash fast adjust your shutter speed no hint of an apology, self-centered in the speech You either with me or you don't exist On a staple diet of wreck seas Especially if the need for beef persists Making hollow bones weary Folks teary out through spells of dry heat Rain fearing, underground like tunnel dwellings Loud mouths don't even know who to speak for Going back and forth and up and down like a seesaw See how fight fire with fire Even fight fire with water The only options for the mind to get broader And book smarts can't tell apart The crooked cops and the robbers on some freeze frame shit, I bring more heat than a sauna. Kill that mammoth in the room, or I'll get certified crazy. Watch the blades of my palms dance dirty like Swayze. Kicking decipherable thoughts without the applause. Busting, even my joints get me higher than yours. Though terrors dominate, the force maneuvers militantly. From infancy, I copied the crawl to the walk like Darwin's theory. Ape shit, my crew's animalistic. Beastly syntax crumbles jungle walls. Systems under panic, spotting cloud formations and thunder strikes like Nordic riches. Electric gatekeepers, hiders, words in my diction. Verbal depiction shock the ignoramus. X-ray vision, seen skeletal. The epics of my fam got no sequel. I've been swimming with sharks, still these eyebrows don't even arch. Rather master ancient arts, tear the scarlet heart. Apart, humility brings me to dust. Auras emitting light like salt salutation at the dawning of dusk. While my rose quartz form crystallizes, awaken sleeping eyes while rappers stay pupils to my iris. Never ending energy cycles circle like cyclones, broadcast through wormholes with passing heart and megaphone. Blasting Gnostic themes, scripts from quarantine satellites. The sky bound space box tells no lies. This ain't a hit or a banger, it's a beatdown and poisonous flows are more than toxic. Talk shit now. Kill that mammoth in the room or I'll get certified crazy Watch the blades of my palms dance dirty like Swayze Kicking decipherable thoughts without the applause Bussing, even my joints get me higher than yours Kill that mammoth in the room or I'll get certified crazy Watch the blades of my palms dance dirty like Swayze Kicking decipherable thoughts without the applause Bussing, even my joints get me higher than yours
There's a whole shower of them coming by. We uh, just played the song Beast League, and, you know, your music sounds so futuristic. You gotta like science fiction, right? I mean, you gotta like science fiction. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, yes. What got most you? of it isn't even fiction. Right. Ooh, yes, yeah. Yes. And there you, you know? go. Okay, you're the right. Way, the you're way right. time is moving. The way time <laughs> is moving. You know. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You're you're right about that because like um, I have a lot watch like Star Trek sometimes and. One of the big thing back then was that you know the doors open by themselves, right? And they're like, "Oh my God!" That, uh-huh. Now look, that's you not science fiction anymore, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, really. Yeah. Okay, so that will get me going anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it's, it also seems like um, not only are you in sci-fi, you're really into like black consciousness as well, and mm. and you, you see a lot of female authors that are science fiction authors or black conscious authors but you don't see many really many mcs that are like that like you and i'm just wondering is it something i haven't seen or well what what do you think it is why do you think that people like there's not more like you that embrace that science part and that black consciousness as a female mc Well, I, I never think of anything in terms of me being a female MC. I ah. never consider myself that mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, when I look at other, I mean, hip-hop artists that have inspired me, there, there are quite a lot that, you know, are into the celestial kind of sci-fi, right. kind of, you know, introspective and, and, and black conscious vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I find that there are a lot. I mean, when it comes to, to women even, I, I, I don't find that there's like a lack of it. Maybe in, in the mainstream, definitely, you won't yeah. find, you know, women or men for that matter, yeah, right. you know, being popular for saying A, B, and C, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. But like, I mean, I, I find like, even even currently, like I find Sarok stuff. Oh, she's yeah. She's been mad in, in, in touch with yes. that side for yes. like many years. Yes. You know? And she's starting to and bubble it, on the it, surface too, so that's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, we have my sister Star, mm-hmm. who's also been like uh, uh, an inspiration for many, many years. She's also on on that tip. So I I think it's really what what you surround yourself mm-hmm. with. I think if you just focus on the subject, the people that are speaking about that subject will like reveal themselves to you, and you'll find that ratio there maybe doesn't really work you know i think i think it really yeah i think it really does depend it's it's not easy to find alternative material right you You know what i'm saying anywhere yeah anywhere it's not easy you know who you would sound good with have you ever heard of cannibal ox Yes. I mean, when I hear you flow, I was like, yo, you guys would go good together. <laughs> maybe yeah, that maybe that'll be, work out in the that future. Would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so So, um, what specifically influenced you to become an MC? What was it? Mm. Oh, man. I, don't, I, I still don't know how to answer that. Really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I think... Uh, jumping in, I, I focus so much on just being a good MC mm-hmm. that it, it really I didn't I didn't spend a lot of time asking the why. <laughs> you know, I think that's something you can find, or rather, I, you know, speaking for myself, I found that already in the rhyme. When mm. I when I started rhyming, it was just a matter of oh, you know, shit, I got a nice flow, <laughs> I'm gonna kick this, right. whatever chance I get, right. you know. No, um, yeah. Like uh, pretty young, you know. I I figured so. I think with the evolution of myself and the style, even with the name from BlackRock to Yugen BlackRock, mm-hmm. is really when I started questioning myself. You mm-hmm. know, why why are you rhyming? Mm-hmm. You know, leading up to Return of the Astro Goth and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So I can only say, yeah, maybe in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, in hindsight, it, it it was just an ode to hip hop. To mm. rhyme, I just had to find my way. Yeah, you know, back then you had to pick your, you had to pick your style. You know, are you, are you dancing? Are you spraying? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, DJing. Are you gonna? You try them the all, and, and this stuff, stuff, huh? Know? Yeah. 
Not, yeah, man. I mean, I did try, man. Break dancing didn't work for you? Break dancing. Hey, it didn't. That's what crushed my heart, mother. <laughs> Destroyed me. But it did push me towards the rat, so, yeah. so. Well, I'm you glad know, it did. I can't, I can't really be mad because I, I found I found my space there, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, just the, the love of hip-hop, man, and everybody that just made it dope for me. Right. There's so many names that, you know, I, oh, I don't gosh. have enough time to, yeah. <laughs> to, like, you know, to shout out all of them. Exactly. But, you know, everyone that I listened to did give me some gems of wisdom yeah. that kind of uh, directed where I was going to go as an MC and what kind of things I'd be passionate about yeah. and be passionate enough about to speak about, you know. In the background, lost in the depth of the straw man fallacy, but none can leave a legacy. Identity quests are now aimless, roaming urban faceless. Jakes on dirty streets plead their cases, and we die so the state lives, enslaving masses to master plans, blocking paths while I trace the footsteps of the invisible man, eradicating frequencies polluted by garbage. Aim to raise the turnout for the harvest. Higher powers, noses covered in powder. Scared that winds are changed, bring apocalyptic showers so they cower. With big brother schemes, tell the snitch, keep his eyes peeled. Dominating media, agendas revealed. The seeds of decay planted by John Hoover. A nightmares infiltrating the streets like Fred Kruger. Best to stay awake, the black cougar. Moves below radar, and the dead rappers tell you how a bullet runs through ya. That's why we take one for the physical. Food, clothes, shelter, and guns. And stay armed for when the time has come. Take two for the literal. In between the syllables, mental states are steady when the mirror faces you. And take three to burn trees, spiritually high steeds. Chaotic spaces, manifestations of holy trinities. Four, emotionally accounted for. Stoically staring down the enemy, we're ready for war. Now for the so-called freedom, people will go against the concept of God, even the natural laws that free them. Condemn the innocent and sell them to the guilty felons. Never came, I'm 27 on another level. And 20 centuries deep inside a fabricated lie, the truth's like rains to a desert. At worst, it's a mirage and penitentiary philosophies, where ends justify the means and the real cattle killings of the 21st century. While crooked politicians keep campaigning for office, the vigilant determines if performance follows promise, cause law is the disguise that brute force goes by they plant the seeds of anarchy with hands hidden by vines and we sip from the wine like kisses from poisoned lips see the blind can only lead the blind into the abyss word to the massive guided by petty passions men led by masses never rise above six and this is not even time it's only illusion since the power of gold's uprooted out divinely chosen rulerships so by the second star i'll direct one drop of acid in the ocean causing ripple effects that's why we take one for the physical food clothes shelter and guns and stay on for when the time is Come, take two for the literal In between the syllables Mental states are steady when the mirror faces you And take three to burn trees Spiritually high steeds Chaotic spaces, manifestations of holy trinities Four, emotionally accounted for Stoically staring down the enemy We're ready for war Hey, if you're enjoying Book Speaks Beyond, do us a big favor. Go inside any of our show notes of any of our episodes, and you'll see an icon that will take you to iTunes, where you can subscribe, rate, and leave a review.
there's a song on there called Tetra Tarantula. Break down mm. break down this song for us. Ah, Tetra. Hey, you know not a lot of people ask me about this song. They don't? <laughs> you know, it is uh, no. Oh no. man. Um <laughs> I think um that song actually it it, it was I was just feeling quite downpressed mm. with the the politics of everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything is just political. Mm-hmm from from things being done to things not being done everything is just filtering into your personal life mm-hmm. the, the feeling of constantly being played you know you can't really trust folks in power it mm-hmm. seems even if it is a good cat you know like i mean it seems tough yeah. for, for good guys to stay in power and not be corrupted you know right. what i mean right. so uh tetra i think i i just wrote as a scream of frustration mm. to kind of th- for for that feeling yeah or 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 to, to try and kind of bring out that feeling you know yeah you know so what what, mm-hmm. what was interesting in the song is um you had a skit near the end and it seemed like part of the skit had Martin Luther King Jr talking in it i, I think yes that. and what 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 it made me think was like you know here here in the US like Martin Luther King has been like watered down to be like palatable mm. and comfortable for like white people to digest, right? It's something like mm. um, Cornel West. He kind of coined this term called the Santa Clausification. You know, <laughs> that, that means mm. um, you know instead of looking at Martin Luther King for the radical anti-establishment kind of person he was, they actually kind of make him more mm. like harmless and and jovial and all let's let's just come yep. together when yep. that's not who yep. he was right so it it, it made yep. me think about you you guys over there you you have you have you had nelson mandela like yeah he man. was a radical had, what, but was he watered down steve over there it's steve beagle exactly of course man of course i think for, for for anything to gain you know like that that status in pop culture yeah. You know, it does sort of need to be, I suppose, watered down for the masses. Yeah. You know, should, should we see him for what he is? You know, the, the the powers responsible for making him a pop icon would not be happy right. with that. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it totally doesn't make sense. It doesn't. So, uh, and I think also we, we don't know a lot about our heroes either. Mm. Because also certain information is held back. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you know, up until the present day, you you can't trust the media to give you uh, your factual stories Absolutely. or like yeah. a, a, an unbiased view on on anything. It, it is quite it is quite tough to get to the bottom of anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. I believe that what Steve Biko was trying to say about black consciousness mm-hmm. didn't really get out and a lot of it also was misinterpreted, mm-hmm. especially now with with this bullshit race war oh, that's yeah. being pushed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like where where man is really saying, he's not saying, hey, black man, you're on your own, so be out there and defensive and, and always expecting someone to stab you in the back. No, he's saying, understand that your reality is your reality. Mm-hmm. Don't be out trying to get different races to validate something that they don't understand. Right. You know, you have to be proud in yeah. your shit. To be proud in your shit, you need to know it. Right. Right. You need to know your history. We need to know where our, our limits are. We need to know where our faults are. Mm-hmm. We need to know where our strengths are. Mm-hmm. We need to know ourselves and not constantly be looking for validation. How, right. how how do I talk to someone who considers themselves superior if all I've had is this brainwash that I'm I'm less than? I'm less right. than. You need to fix that part. You know, at the root, right? That shit that says that that allows me to say to myself, "I am less than." You need to destroy that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, because that is an untruth. Yeah, that it, is an untruth. That is some brainwash that you you're constantly fed from your surroundings as a yeah. black person. You're not growing up in affluent, stupid ass suburbs. Yeah. You know what I mean? From from where from when you're born to where you become part of the labor or the mm-hmm. workforce, it's it's a, a constant stream of messages that are telling you you are less than. Right. You know. So to to be able to recognize those points and squash them is 
is something that every black person needs to do. Yeah. You know, and, and and there are tools this man was giving us in the way that he was talking, in the way that he thinks, in the way he delivered his speeches. That is somehow pop culture has just made it like, know. you know, it's watered it down. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's somehow lost in translation, but he, he wasn't fumbling around. Right. You know, he spoke straight, but somehow we're missing a lot of that. Right. I think what's you know? crazy to me is when people... You know, it's bombarded, like you said, these images of us being inferior is just bombarded on us constantly at a young age. Mm. And and as you get older and you, you start to try to untangle that, unravel that, you, you, you get to a point where, wait a minute, if they're beating us down so much saying we're inferior, why? If anyone thinks they're superior, mm. they don't do that to another person. <laughs> you don't mm. constantly have to beat down exactly. somebody, right? Or, exactly. or and, and for you to think that to superior, you first have to think about, Wait a minute. What's going on here? How did this happen? This is very violent. What it happened to us is very violent. <laughs> you and, and, and yeah, to love man. to love someone that's been like that is just mind-boggling to me. But you know, not not everybody is like that. But just to understand that you can feel inferior based on the violence that's happened to you, that is mm, some very mm. very deep brainwashing, right? Psychological. So I think black people and white people are brainwashed. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Some of these these attitudes that you come across where you're actually questioning this shit, you know, and you're standing in in front of somebody who has a belief. Right. And and that's pretty much it. There's no facts, no evidence, yeah. no nothing. Just a weird belief that they can't even trace where they picked it up. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's it's a brainwash. It is brainwash. Itself. And, you know, and that's, I think even Steve Biko, you can go back to that. Why yeah. people need to address certain things within their cultures and their communities before stepping up. We're still sorting out our shit as well. Exactly. You know what I mean? Let's, let's all take our time to kind of reflect, go back to the drawing board, mm-hmm. you know, Build, build, build ourselves up a bit, you know. Yeah. So I feel. So did did your parents or your grandparents grow up under apartheid? How, how recent is uh, that? Or is it even further? Both. Back? Both. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. I mean, I mean, um, uh, Nelson Mandela only came into power in 1994. Right. Right. Wow. You know. So mm-hmm. it's been what twenty something years. Wow. Yeah. Four years yeah, now. That's right. Yeah. You know, so so my mother grew up under those conditions. Her mother grew up under those conditions as well. So what what stories did they talk about growing up that that you that kind of stuck with you today? Yeah. Uh, so the raids and the curfews and the the necklacing, necklacing and, and all the shit. Yeah. Um, you know, the tires around a man's neck. Oh, right. Set it alight. Yeah, you know? right. That's what um, it's called. Yeah. Goodness. People being forced to drink, like, uh, you guys call it gasoline, mm. and being lit up and heads exploding, like horrific, horrific, violent stuff, you know? Like, at our home, there's still, like, a window where a bullet went through, you know? Mm. It, it. I don't know why it was never fixed. That's from, like, the 80s. It's such a small little hole. Mm. But, like, my mom would tell me the story over and over again about what had happened. And, I mean, it, it's all it's all very, very violent. Yeah. So, and so it, it went on for such a long time that I think a lot of us became desensitized right. to that. You know, it yeah. becomes your norm. Mm. You know what I mean? You, you, you know when to run. You know when, you know, like, things like this that are just unnatural, that just become natural. Wow. So just to back it up before I ask another question, when the person was necklaced, why? What were some of the reasons? What would that, what would be the, they would be considered um, going against? Our, yeah, man, I wouldn't know. I okay. Just, yeah, that, that's it, fine. It, it was, it was chaos. I mean, it would be like yeah, chaos. You can't describe chaos. With, <laughs> yeah. with, with spies involved. Got you. Sabotage yep. okay. involved. That's with, what I thought. With white people putting mm-hmm. polish on their skins, acting like black oh, people to go and cause riots yeah. in different towns. It was a lot of bullshit and chaos, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you, you, um, to turn people against each other. Oh, this person is a spy. Yeah. For, for the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, you know, people were being killed sometimes for, uh, no, reason, for no reason, my man. Right. Most of the time, what the hell, you know? So is that current, so is it kind of, is it 
you know, they might say that something is gone, but do you, is there still kind of a current of apartheid going on? Is it, or is it more of a mental of thing course, now? It's more of a too, mental. Mm-hmm. It is. It is uh, quite mental, psychological. Mm-hmm. You know, subtle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. Uh, it's not a physical violence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's a quiet one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can. You, it's there's a tension, you know. There was a, a space I think uh, maybe after Nelson, where everybody thought we are maybe t- moving towards this rainbow society, this mm-hmm. rainbow nation. But there's been so much foolery, man, in, in, yeah. in politics <laughs> in the last two decades that I think we all just feel confused, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. In South Africa, we, we we feel played, we feel betrayed yeah. that, you know, we're still having these conversations about sanitation and mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. and lack thereof mm-hmm. and black dignity, right. you know, black right. dignity more than anything. We, we're still having this conversation, what, 20 something years after a black government, right. you know, that was involved in our liberation has been in power. You know what I mean? It, right. It's very confusing. Yeah, I can see that. As a layman. Yeah. To, to to just oh okay the, the system is the system it's not for us mm-hmm. right don't matter where you are you know yeah it it, it kind of makes me think of the song you have called left right hand.
you, you said a line in there. You said, knowing that fighting the current will never be a lost cause, right? And mm. and when I heard that, it made me think, like, some, some people might say that, because what's going on there now with uh, the government is, wants to kick out the, the white farmers and, mm. uh, and, and with, without compensation, and, and some might say that kicking the white farmers out of South Africa and taking the land back, especially without compensation, would be a lost cause. What would you say to someone who believes that it would be a lost cause to do that? Yo, I to be honest, I don't know enough. Yeah. About this, you know, I think it, it's easy to just like pick things apart. Nothing is clear, black and white. Right. You know, and I think we're in this mess because of that. You know, mm, I see. not not talking honestly, wanting to brush things over. You know, yeah. not wanting to assign responsibility where it's due. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you, you know, it's not a clear question of victim and perpetrator here you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it's it's, uh, it's human beings involved yeah. you know and there's money involved and power and you know oppression and, and things like this it's 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 tough for me to say uh what someone would think and what without a straight up practical working plan that's foolproof yeah. i can't really even be be entertaining anything you know yeah for, for myself i know that you know for my family land is a thing you know so you buy land you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you can afford to you pick you know things that are important we need to start making certain things important to us in terms of how we do things yeah in our own culture tradition I don't think uh, trying to go grab land that's developed, etc., is 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 any clear way is going to fix anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're dealing with with uh, uh, a, a general, it's a generalization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's a big generalization mm-hmm. that most uh, South Africans are not wealthy. Yes, definitely poor. Yes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Uh, that uh, a white family is able to to have that and leave land, generational wealth and all the stuff. Yeah. When we're talking about it here, we're, we're talking up in terms of class, we're talking in terms of race, mm-hmm. and all the stuff is intermixed, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Why why is it that it's not part of black culture to, to do that, to mm-hmm. leave? It, it's a concept in ah. black culture and tradition and what, but in, 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 in practice, you don't see that so yeah. often. You know, there is that big freaking economic gap, and it's not just about farmers and land. That's right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The people that own these farms are trained, my man. Mm. They're handling this shit. What? what we don't want to be fucking set up. Mm. What? You want to set black people up? Yeah, go take over these farmers with yeah. unskilled labor. Like, see, I to told you so. So right. every white person can say, I told you so. Yeah. No, we're not having that. Right. Right. We're not having that, no. Like, right. give us our time to figure our shit out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, get to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. To, to to just treat something sim- symptomatically is dumb, mm-hmm. man. We're, we're kind of tired of people that are looking out for their short-term interests mm-hmm. at our expense, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Within and outside of ourselves, our communities. Let's just be real with ourselves, man. Yeah. Good, good point. You know, so to to be honest, I I really don't have much to say about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But my, my like my personal opinion on this is just you know. Yeah. No, yeah. I, th- I thought that was some good points. You know, because you never know what the media is up to. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man, we're being played all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. Being played all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rocks that razor sharp diamond that cuts down the hardest and throw words like ninja stars and shatter the target. Warrior mystic, ballistic with the shapeshift tactics. Master the matrix like magicians pulling hat tricks. Watch me go ape shit on monkey ass rap fanatics and expose my soul's character as a warmongering addict that rose from his quoted paragraphs and faded photographs and carry a bed legs inside the anorak. And the slightest provocation will get these arms swinging and separate the body and spirit through blood spilling. Blind assassin like Father Time with an aversion tonight I'm consumed by the dark
dioxide of life and real power over strife Energized like chakra threads, black widow, spinning tails, heads caught in a web The art of wars like facing ghosts on haunted nights Just don't give yourself away like illiterate hands on dotted lines Rather, call me the service, call me the service Cause life is a journey and the points to find your purpose Call me the service, entire universe is waiting to exhale if you'll just look beneath the surface Call me the service Call me the service, cause life is a journey and the points to find your purpose. Call me the service, entire universe is waiting to exhale if you'll just look beneath the surface. Stay strapped, not with cats and bats, but with the swiftness of the mental to deflect any attack from the seed of its intent. Chaotic characteristics, caricatures of the samba, I create what others limit. The beauty of destruction with you can oceans intrinsic. My scripts are whimsical spells spelled out in a wish list. A life provider, the soul survivor, keeps eyes on the road, ignoring backseat drivers that wanna sever this bond of which I depend. See me meditating, thinking that it's time that I spend making the rules of this reality bent just a little bit the thought patterns formless you just can't figure it when black clouds gather can't see the silver lining but i'm the type to ride a boat of lightning and survive it shouting in spirit like the rhymes i write a riot expressing gratitude and hidden prayers to the highest just call me the service call me the service because life is a journey and the points to find your purpose call me the service entire universe is waiting to exhale if you'll just look beneath the surface Call me the service, call me the service Cause life is a journey and the points to find your purpose Call me the service, entire universe is waiting to exhale If you'll just look beneath the surface You had a song on there called Swirl of the Dervish, and you said, call me to service because life is a journey, and the point is to find your purpose. What What's what's your purpose in hip-hop? Mm, <laughs> I'm on my way to find it, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're on your journey, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on my journey right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those, like, in hindsight, I mm. can say, oh, mm-hmm. okay, this is this is what I did. I think right now I'm in the process of doing, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm, I'm also, like, curious to see what, what my purpose is. Yeah. You know, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, from, well, from my view, um, I, I, I see it as the way you are... Your flows, your flows are are awesome. The the science mixed with the black consciousness, and and even even if if some people don't think it's a big deal, this is coming from a female perspective, and that's that. Mm. I mean, that is very empowering, you know, because I know there's a lot of males that still think that females shouldn't be MCs, and I'm like, why not? You know, what I mean, they Imagine. their perspectives are needed, and to have different angles on those perspectives is awesome. So I think you bring a a, a perspective that you said, you know, there's other MCs like uh, that are have that perspective like you, but to have more of those mm. and to show that there are different sides of exactly. a black female MC or just MCs in general, I think right now mm. that's kind of your purpose. Even if you don't see it from from my perspective, that's moment, what I'm pulling. Yeah. That's what I'm pulling from you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I can't disagree with that, man, you know. I, yeah. I think also in, in anything to just express oneself honestly, you know, right, is is the thing. I yeah. think that's that's what hip hop means to me. Right, and and so you know, I can only give that back to hip hop. You know, mm. to just give the best representation of me because you know, originality. I thought was is hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, right. not biting. You know, mm-hmm. this is why sampling is an art. You don't just lift a sample and put. You right. know, a stupid, you know, break beat over yeah. it and you've got something. No, there's an art to it. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah, the method always, you know. Yeah. 
So let's talk about some things outside of your music. When, when you're not pursuing, uh, when you're not pursuing music, what what are you doing just to chill out, relax? What, what, what you up to? I mean, I like movies, yo. Oh, <laughs> movies. Okay, okay. I watch a lot of movies. What kind of movies? Yeah, I mean, what kind uh, of? Just generally, because I, I spend. I watch a lot of sci-fi movies. Ah, you know? okay. I watch a lot of kung fu flicks. <laughs> okay. Also, <clears throat> <laughs> what sci-fi you did you just watch? Saying, right? What's the reason? The, the most recent. Uh, the last I I watched um, Hitchhiker's Guide again. I mean, oh I my god! A lot of time, I love that. Sh- I love I that was movie. Feeling most Def's performance so much. You yeah. know, once in a while, you just like ah, <laughs> yeah. just go back to this. Yeah. You know. Have you um, read the book though? The thing is Star Wars recently. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, good. I have yeah. the Douglas Adams. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it here at home. Yeah. So it's it's always fun. Yeah, to just go back and forth between that also. Uh, just fun stuff, man. I, I do like to just chill and I like to talk, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just have these conversations. I feel like uh, everything I really do is just research, mm-hmm. really. You know, I, I mean, it might sound boring, but it's really like it's no. a lot of fun, you know, even doing absolutely nothing at all. Oh, that's the most is, is best thing. I make sure <laughs> I make time for, you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's totally needed. To, to, to kind of have an empty space to right. try and find new inspiration new new ways to think of things yeah you know uh yeah traveling uh friends yeah really 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 just chilled good and also like uh i like to have yeah time alone that's to good to visualize things you know you need Pretty to un- boring, you but, need you know. to unplug but you know what they, they, they they've had yeah. studies they had studies that show that boring being bored is a good thing because it allows your mind to just run a little bit and you can come up with yes. new ideas and stuff you know yes. so that's yes. yeah you definitely need to be bored sometimes you know <laughs> yeah I'm, on, I'm definitely on that yeah yeah just yeah. one of those be kind to yourself maybe. yeah I'm, I'm very much into that yeah <laughs> right. yeah so the show's called books beats and beyond so i'm always asking what are you reading right now or or, or, or what books had the biggest impact on on, on your life yeah, um, I just started uh, a book now. Um, it's biographical uh, story. Jim Morrison, you know, it's kind of been lying around the house for some months mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. and I've been meaning to pick it up. So I just did, you know, uh, two weeks ago, and I've been slowly going through it. It's really, really great. Okay, you know, I like I like those, you know, like biographies and oh, stuff. Okay, yeah, to kind of just get a glimpse into the person. You know, I, I do think like um, we're given so much of that pop culture, the, the star, the 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 illusion. You know, sometimes you want to see the strings behind it. You know, mm, like what, what, right. what made this person tick. Yeah. You know, especially with some of our nicest songwriters yeah. and you know, like iconic people like this. So I'm finding that that book really, really nice um, to read. Also, I mean, Hitchhikers also oh, yeah. <laughs> was actually. Uh, a really big influence. I hope they I make more movies of that. Life. I really think they uh, they should make. Oh movies. man! All right, they yeah. can't just stop there. I mean, that book is hilarious. Come on! <laughs> the, first, to be honest, I didn't even know how they would have you know before the movie came out. I wondered how on earth are they gonna make right. this movie? <laughs> that's right. You know what yeah. I mean? That's right. So, um, so that that was really, really, really like um. A mind-blowing book for yeah. me because I, I I remember when I was when I was really young, when my mom would ask me what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know that the whole "you wanna be a lawyer, <laughs> a teacher," uh-huh. that whole vibe. Mm-hmm. I used to just I used to want to understand every language in the world, nice. you know. Yeah. And I remember when I read the book that fish. Oh, that fish. Era, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's me, you know. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that, that really, it's kind of, it's kind of stuck. Right. Um, that's that's really kind of stuck. Yeah. Like even learning new languages. You know, I've been fortunate enough to travel a bit. You know. Well, how many Just do you know now? A little bit of. Um, I've, I think I'm going on six. You what? know, like uh, fluently, maybe like three or four. What? But I'm I'm picking up. Uh, this and that, you know, That's like amazing. a little bit of Spanish here, a little bit of German here. Wow. But I mean, I speak English, Afrikaans, Iskosa, Zulu. Wow. I understand Iswana, Sutu. You know, I can even 
you know, uh, kind of answer back, you know, wow. maybe hold a, a short conversation. But I mean, these are things that you learn if you live in Johannesburg. Well, I because see. here, everybody <laughs> speaks yeah. everything. Right. You know? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> speaks everything. You just sort of get by, you know? Wow, I feel really you can stupid. Have five, six languages <laughs> in a sentence, you know? Like, wow. Yeah. You just, you just get by. Yeah, we just mix everything. So wow. it, it sort of like became like a sort of vernacular, you know. Yeah, wow. Each, I think each spot in the country has that. So like the one thing that's integrated very nicely in South Africa is the languages. Wow. I just wish people's attitudes would, you know, ah, reflect sort that. of merge right. as nicely as we have with our languages, mm, really. That's true. Really. That's a good point, yeah. Um, so what yeah. what three albums and or songs had the biggest influence on shaping who you are today? Wow. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. No, I can't even answer that. Three, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well. No. <laughs> I think, um, oh, man. Look, you know, um, you know, my mom used to, like, commute. You know, I wouldn't see her. For weeks, she was a teacher at some mm-hmm. point, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we wouldn't see her for weeks because she'd teach in a school far away. Oh, and wow. somehow in my head at that time, uh, so for the for a couple of years, we'd live with my gran, and then my mom would come visit during the holidays. Mm-hmm. In that time, I got it into my head. There's this artist from Benin, Kajanin. She was amazing. I got it into my head that Kajani was my mother. Wow. Her and Enya. Okay, don't don't ask me why. <laughs> don't ask me why. But I really, really believed it. And she, you know, when at some point I remember asking my mom, are these my other moms? Like, no, not really. <laughs> wow. but, you know, yeah. if you want them, if you want them to be, they can be. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but but I, I, I've always loved Kajani and Enya. Now, what kind of music would you say that is? Different people. Ah, man. World music. World, okay. World music. (laughs) I've never heard of them. I I need it. I need it. I love Enya. I mean, Enya, um, do you remember the Fuji's Ready or Not? Yeah. sample that, I think, from Ah. Bodisha. That sample. Oh, wow. Okay, so that that even that particular song mm. I loved before the Fuji's mm. kind of sampled it. So I, I was kind of into that kind of stuff, like African kind of music, even African pop oh, influenced no. me. Yeah. I I think the things that I gravitate towards, you know, yeah. uh, things to do with like ancient cultures, you know, yeah, a lot right. of a lot of our best stories come from here, you know, mm-hmm. regarding our origins and stuff. So mm-hmm. this place has always held, like, magic for me. Mm. You know, Baba Mal, Yusundor, Salif Keita, these are, these are, are, are cats that really, I think, gave me my love for music. Wow. You know, that there's something in their music that really got to me. And then as far as, like, appreciating hip-hop, you know, cats that scared me, like Public Enemy and Wu Tang Clan <laughs> and Grave Diggers. They oh, Grave Diggers! What? I've never heard that in a while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I couldn't stay away from that stuff. Right. And eventually, I I grew into it. I think maybe I was a bit too young when I first uh, encountered it, but I I grew up with it. You know, like yeah. I feel like hip hop raised me. You know, as far as, yeah. as mentality and and drive. You know, 90s hip-hop gave me that, from Fuji's yeah. to all these cats Golden I mentioned, era. and Nas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Pasta Rhymes. Yeah. I always love Pasta. Pasta, yeah. I always love you, Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow, you just... Uh, it's like this, man, you know? You really put me on some new stuff, man. I need to look up these these other artists you said. Because I, 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 like, yeah, a few years ago... Kajanin. Yeah, My favorite song is Samborera. That, that's my favorite. Ah, yes. Wow. Okay. Until now, like, that, that song is major to me. Wow. Yeah, because a few yeah. years ago, I really got into... Over here, we call it Afrobeat with, like, Feta Kuli. Mm. Uh, Fe, I'm sorry, Fela Kuti and, and, and stuff yes. like that. And that really opened my mind up to other other things. Um, so... Ah, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, um... What do you want people to mainly take away from your album, Return of the Astral Goth? Um, 
whatever they need, man. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever they need, whatever they don't need, they can just leave behind. I I do do think there's space for everything, you know, if we're Mm -hmm. talking about hip-hop, there's space for everything in hip-hop. This this culture we've created of only having one of this, and if there's more than one, they must compete. Mm. It, it's kind of twisted, you yeah, know. Right. There is space for everything, there even is. competition in the right way, you know. Right. And outside of hip hop, which is really, I think, where I would like to make an impact, like in in each person in their heart, they must know that also, you mm. know. There is space for everything, you and all your faults and beautiful things. You know, yeah. there's space for you and you are enough and you are great, you know. Right. Well, so like in whatever way you can express that, you know, that is your way. You, you you hone it, you find it, you master it, you find joy in it, you know. Yeah. Well, May everything that you touch give you joy. I, I wish if, 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 if I could just turn that one album into one line, it would be that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... I just want to say uh, definitely appreciate you being honest with yourself and and, and coming with your type of flow and your your your, your philosophies and I uh, just want to tell you to, to keep that up man and and um just want to say you know Yugen Blackrock thank you so much for being on Books Peace and Beyond. Thank you Taj. If you want to purchase any of the music I've included links in the show notes. Or you could just go to booksbeatsandbeyond.com. And, you know, what's cool is by clicking on the links, you support the guests, the music artists, and uh, we get a small commission, which is no extra cost to you, which we will then put toward the operations of this show. Um, And also, please click on the iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you do this stuff already, Just want to say thank you so much for your support. Remember, let's read, listen, explore.